Hello, this is teaching number three, Life by the Spirit. The first two were what it is to be born again and obedience to God. So if you have accepted Jesus as Lord of your life, repenting of and admitting your sin and have been born again and now want to obey God, we will continue in faith. If you hadn't had a change of heart, I pray you will still listen, for you are still welcome. We will start with the book of Galatians of the Holy Bible, chapter 5, verses 16 through 18. Let's read. So I say, live by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the sinful nature. For the sinful nature desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the sinful nature. They are in conflict with each other, so that you do not do what you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under law. The Apostle Paul explains this life by the Spirit, which is not controlled by the law. The law that tells us not to sin. The law that requires a penalty when broken. Let's read from Romans 7, 5 and 6. For when we were controlled by the sinful nature, the sinful passions aroused by the law were at work in our bodies, so that we bore fruit for death. But now, by dying to what once bound us, we have been released from the law, so that we serve in the new way of the Spirit, and not in the old way of the written code. This written code or law is also mentioned in Colossians 2, 13-15. It says, When you were dead in your sins and in the uncircumcision of your sinful nature, God made you alive with Christ. He forgave us all our sins having canceled the written code with its regulations that was against us and that stood opposed to us. He took it away, nailing it to the cross. And, having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. This is why Jesus said, It is finished, while he was on the cross just before he died. John 19 and 30 says, Jesus gave up his spirit, even Jesus needed to be filled with the Spirit. John the Baptist is quoted as he baptized Jesus in water in John 1, 32 and 33. It says, I saw the Spirit come down from heaven as a dove and remain on him. I would not have known him except that the one who sent me to baptize with water told me, The man on whom you see the Spirit come down on and remain is he who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. Without the Holy Spirit, we are out of control or should I say, in control of self, and out of control for God. We cannot please God. Romans seven eighteen and 19 says, I know that nothing good lives in me that is in my sinful nature, for I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For what I do is not the good I want to do. No, the evil I do not want to do, this I keep on doing. Romans seven twenty four and 25 admits our dependence on God. It says, What a wretched man I am! Who will rescue me from this body of death? Thanks be to God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Let's read from Romans 8, 6-8, as it confirms what happens when who is in control. It says, The mind of sinful man is death, but the mind controlled by the Spirit is life and peace. The sinful mind is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Those controlled by the sinful nature cannot please God. Let's continue to read in Romans 8, 9-11. It says, You, 
however, are controlled not by the sinful nature, but by the Spirit, if the Spirit of God lives in you. And if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he does not belong to Christ. But if Christ is in you, your body is dead because of sin, yet your spirit is alive because of righteousness. And if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his Spirit who lives in you. This is a serious proclamation or announcement of whether you are saved or not. It also assures us that death has no hold on us, that we will be resurrected and live forever. This is called eternal life. This is the free gift of God given to all who ask for it. Let us finish up this teaching with Galatians 5, 19-21. It first warns us of a life without the Spirit. It says, The acts of the sinful nature are obvious, sexual immorality, impurity, and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. Those who do not inherit the kingdom of God do not go to heaven, but hell. Galatians 5, 22-25 reminds us of what fruit or evidence is seen in the life of a born-again Christian. It says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. God will never abandon us as long as we recognize our errors, repent, and continue to love and serve God. 1 John 5, 3-5 tells us that it will not be hard with God on our side, that faith in Christ Jesus can overcome the world's evil temptations. It says, This is the love for God, to obey His commands. And His commands are not burdensome, for everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world? Only he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. I will now pray for all of those who would like to come back to love and serve God, and for those who want to continue to love and serve God. For the greatest commandment to obey comes from Mark 12, 30 and 31. It says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Jesus said in Matthew 19 and 26, With man this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Meaning man, without God and his spirit, things might seem impossible. With God and his spirit, nothing is impossible. Let us pray. Dear Lord, help me. Forgive me. Cleanse me with your precious blood that you shed on the cross. Fill me with your spirit. Lead me in the way everlasting to love you and to love my fellow man. You said in your word that 
I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Thank you for that promise. Amen.